This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello and welcome back to Taking Back the Reins. I'm Dina Shale and today I am joined by Gillian Leung. Welcome, Gillian. Thanks, Dina. Thanks for having me. So tell me a little bit about you. Obviously, we've done a little bit of a spell of, of women in business and empowered women. And, and um, we obviously met through another group and you actually work with animals. So it, it fits really nicely for you to talk to me. But tell me a little bit about your life adversities and how it's helped you to become an empowered woman. Yes, so I am an animal physiotherapist. I'm a human chartered physiotherapist who then went back to university a few years ago and retrained as um, an animal physiotherapist. So I have a master's in animal physiotherapy. Um, so my business now, instead of humans, I treat animals. So it's mostly horses and dogs, but I also treat cats and rabbits. And when I was training, I helped a goat as well, which was quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> can imagine <laughs> yes so it is applicable for animals um, after illness or injury or recovering from surgery or even for um, performance animals just to keep them in peak condition um, as well so I've always loved animals and just to be able to work with them now is just it's amazing it really is a kind of dream come true I feel very lucky every day when I get to go and help people with their their animals it's wonderful they have been maybe 10 or 15 years ago I would have never thought that I could have worked in my own business worked with animals and kind of worked a full day as I'm doing now so quite soon after I qualified less than three years after I qualified I became quite unwell um, and ultimately I had well I lost I had to leave my job which was really difficult uh, and I was unwell and out of work for maybe seven seven years or so a so, long time that is, isn't it? Seven yes. years is a, is, a, is a really long time, isn't it? And, yes. and I would imagine that you you lose yourself a little bit and, and the path of where you need to be. Yes, yeah, totally. You're, you're right. So I, I didn't really know who I was. You know, you, um, I still had good friends. I had people come to visit, but visitors were tiring. Um, my world became very small. Um, I couldn't really go out for very long. I had to come back and, and rest and, and lie down. Um, what was it you actually had? Can you remember what it was actually called or what, what name they gave it? Um, yeah, so at first, uh, when I was still working, I was I was unwell. Um, a kind of, a, it was a strange bug. It, it was a bad virus. And then I struggled to recover from that. So then I was diagnosed with post-viral fatigue syndrome, which then turned into chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, and I think for the listeners, that it's similar to long COVID. Um, yeah. So really it's more than just being tired like you can't you can't um and you can't really think even speaking is is an effort so there's a whole host of different symptoms it's really it's it's horrible um so for a while I couldn't even lift my own arm and now I'm like lifting horses legs and you know <laughs> running around with with horses and, and animals and um, which is it's completely different to how, how I was mm. before uh, so I had quite a long road to recovery with many different people it did, did help me but really I had to just believe that I would ultimately you know get better and knowing what I could do to help myself uh, and I, I did My get mind is amazing isn't it yeah you know obviously you you had that 
foresight to like manifest almost like an, a different future because you knew that you wanted to get well and you were obviously in a situation where you weren't where you wanted to be and you had this this hope and 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 like a, an uphill challenge really didn't you to get yourself well to be where you wanted to be what what did that feel like yeah well well it, it it was it was horrible you know and there were many days you know where I would just maybe not wallow but I didn't know how to get any part of life back you know I had been very very active I'd done running I'd done 10ks I did hill walking um, all, all kinds of things um, and you know it kind of got to the stage where a five minute walk around the block then you know was was more than was more than enough for me mm. so yes it, it was really difficult um and at one point somebody said to me one of the people that was helping one of the doctors that they were amazed that one very significant thing to them was that every day I got up and get dressed sometimes that was all I did <laughs> but just yeah. the fact that I felt I could get up and get dressed and really that was a kind of level of goal setting and kind of short steps you know you start with getting up and getting, getting dressed you go for a five minute walk later in the day then that five minute walk becomes a 10 minute walk and then a 15 minute walk or you know if you go out um, with a friend it's maybe just for 20 minutes to begin with and then you just gradually lengthen it so just very slowly and gradually you know setting yourself goals within what you know you can manage and then you just gradually stretch and, and increase that and mm. actually that is how I ended up managing to go back to work I'd been out of work for so long it's a, it's a bit like a method that we use with our horses when we rehabilitate them and it's called approach and retreat so you approach something and you do little and often and, and obviously you know with your nervous system being because it, it is, you did say it was like a nervous system, sort of a bit like ME, like a, a bit of a burnout, really, or or similar to COVID. Um, just to do little amounts is is all that the nervous system can really cope with. So you obviously had this this amazing foresight just to do a little bit of time and and have this this you know brain power, I guess, to be able to know that you, that eventually you were going to come out of this and 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 beyond that you know there was this reward wasn't there of you know finding this this path to your you know your dream job yes yeah exactly so there's a resilience has a lot um, to to do with it yeah. and I didn't know how far I would be able to get with with recovery but I did manage to go back to work um, I had to get my registration back. First of all, I've been out of work for so long. You have to re yeah, regain your competency, really improve that you're still okay and able to do the job well. Um, and um, then I went back to work with an amazing team, still doing human. Therapy. And then uh, after a good number of years doing that, I think that was maybe seven years or so as well, I moved um, house and city with my husband and two young children. And that is what gave me the opportunity to retrain and do that master's in animal physiotherapy. It's amazing, actually, isn't it, how life takes you on this journey 
and you think when you you know you you get married and you I don't know how old you were when you got married but like if you get married or you meet your partner in your 20s you think life's going to be all singing and dancing and roses and it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful life experience and you're going to live happily ever after but actually and that's why I've, I've done this podcast life isn't all roses is it it's you know if we could go back to being 20 and look down that tunnel and go god I would never have wanted to have walked down that tunnel if I'd have known the challenges I was going to have to encounter. But, you know, we get through it. That's what makes us stronger. That's what makes us these amazing women that that come out the other side and we like shake our feathers off or shake our fur off. And and we we're these amazing, resilient, you know, women. And if we look back, we we should be really proud of that. And you've gone through like hell and back to turn, you know, and look at that and, and be proud of yourself is something that you should you should do, you know, and we are resilient when we go through these challenges, we go through this journey of life that teaches us so much. And we see it as such hardship sometimes, but actually it's it's lessons, it's things that we learn from, it makes us more resilient and it makes us these amazing, strong people t- because we've overcome those challenges. Yes, yeah, definitely. And everything that I do every day now, I feel I'm using things that I've learned um, mm. on this journey, you know, to recovery, even to the point of goal, goal setting. Um, and I can, I can see now that I look back, I've learned so much through um, my journey to recovery. Um, the fact that I was ill meant that I was in a, because I was at home all day, um, I ended up having the opportunity to get my first dog. So I've always had dogs, always growing up. And when I first became ill, I wasn't well enough to look after a puppy. Uh, so my sister mm. helped me. She She had the puppy, but actually... The dog who I had, she was just amazing. And actually, there's probably something about being glad about it's gratitude, actually. That that's what it is. Yeah. It's something to be grateful for, even in the midst of, you know, whatever bad situation is that you mm. find yourself in. If you can mm. have gratitude for something, it does, it just gives you a lift. Um, well gratitude yeah gratitude is an amazing an amazing thing that we teach in in our programs because when you realize how much how much it it, you know sort of I can't think of the word I want to use but it it heightens your sense of feeling it up levels you gratitude to be grateful for the small things and I I don't know about you but my grandma used to say be grateful for what you've got think (laughs) about the the good things and she was always a half-cooked type of fall girl that's probably where I got my strength from but you know to be grateful for the small things that we've got are actually it actually really up levels us as, as women and and it's not given enough power um for what it actually can help us achieve and you know most of the the big gurus you know out there are using the the gratitude in their everyday mantras now you know the 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 ones that I listen to on podcasts as well they they all you know talk about gratitude and it's so underrated and we actually you know fill it into our programs with horses now in our CPD accredited programs because it's one of the things that that really heightens your 
your your awareness makes you feel so much better when you think actually you know we should be grateful of this because we're always about oh my god that bad thing happened and you know this negative 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 where actually you know this this it's just a powerful thing to be to be aware of yes and obviously you were using it back then weren't you yes I was using it back back then and yeah I was so grateful for this dog so Tess her name was and she was she was great she opened the door for me to uh, everything to do with like dog dog world and so we did agility together we did the good kennel uh, the kennel club good citizen award together I ended up doing therapy as well so she was like a therapy dog so we would go into care homes and um, we'll just oh, bring she? Her dog. she was a cavalier king charles spaniel blenheim um, and she was just well she was the best um, i so, think people underrate animals really don't they you know one yeah. of the things i always get asked is why do you use horses what you know how, how do you use horses in your in your therapy but when you know you dig deep down into realizing that animals have these amazing instincts that we really don't we don't use our instincts we switch them off very very young and and horses and dogs still keep their instincts and their their gut and they listen to their gut and and it's fascinating actually where you know people who haven't been around horses or dogs or any sort of animal really you know have haven't got this the the learning that they they give to us because they teach us so much, not only about ourselves, but about nature, about going back to the things that are really important to us. Yes, yes, to- totally. And actually, it was through Tess that I um, met a vet physiotherapist um, yeah. who was great. There was nothing wrong with Tess, um, but as she was an agility dog, um, I just, uh, to keep her in peak, peak performance, um, I became aware of this vet physio and she was so inspiring that it just it sowed or it, it watered a seed that was already there in my head about animal physio and now every day I'm grateful for the fact that I get to treat amazing horses and wonderful dogs and meet people that are so bonded and care so much um, mm. about, about their animals mm. and it's the kind of job that it just it gives you such a lift which is partly just the fact that I'm around animals it's just wonderful but I'm grateful for that as well so it's kind of dual dual purpose in terms of you know just giving you such a boost I think if you love what you do and you're passionate about what you do it just yeah. it feels such a, a gift for me I enjoyed my work with humans but I just I love my work now with with the animals <laughs> yeah I, I must admit you know my work with animals is amazing and you you what might have laughed today I ended up falling over in the field and I ended up sat on my bum with the wheelbarrow in the field <laughs> thinking so nobody's looking right now but you know for me getting out into the field with the horses I don't always get chance to to do that work and to get back to the real nature of not running a business but, but being with horses is 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 amazing and I think you know we said before we started this recording that it would be great for people really to be more aware of the value of of animals and how much they are desperately needed in our lives to teach us these valuable lessons and and also shine the light you know the way that we need to go because obviously your dog has shared has shone the light on the on the route that you the path that that is taking you to transformation yes 
Yes, and she she is sadly no longer with us, but she is very much the heart um, of, of the business. And yeah. I learned so much from her that every animal I treat now benefits from everything that she taught me. Yeah. And which again, is, it's my testament to her, really. And she, so she, yeah, she's still in the and work. Of course, and, and I've got an animal that, that shone the light for me as well. Um, he was called Big Harry, and... Um, had so many problems with him you know the, there's a lot that I, I talk about him a lot as well because he was the part of the business that helped me get started and there is always one animal I always say that there is always one animal that shines the light in the way that you need to go or is that there's one human that helps you on your journey so you know we've both had that experience with amazing animals that have, you know we should be grateful for and we are grateful for that help us shine the light and you know through these adversities that we've had so the one question that I've got a couple of questions now for you we talked about your adversities which you know you've come through such a lot and you should be really proud of who you've become and what you've achieved because it's that is just you know it, it really has taught you that resilience hasn't it that that journey but what do you do when your back's against the wall because this is one of the questions that one of my clients asked me and I've asked it to all the ladies what do you do when your back's against the wall so the the first thing I do is to give myself time um so not to make any rash decisions not to feel pressured either um into either giving an answer or to taking action if you're not sure um, what to do so I give myself time um, I've also learned to ask for help um, which I, I didn't used to do um, very much I am I've always been a lone wolf and I am still a lone wolf I am now a lone wolf who will ask for help and recognize when I need help and I also go on my my instinct as well gut, gut instinct and trusting that if I think that something is right then and it feels right then then it probably is and that's probably the way to go I also have really supportive family who is who I tend to turn to for help I've got an amazing husband I've got good friends and that really helps as well so you don't feel that you're in 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 your situation alone and my husband's yeah. through, the, through the whole thing we're married really young so he was with me when I well, yeah, with me when I became unwell um, and he's been he's been amazing so I couldn't have done any of this without him either oh that's amazing to hear you're so lucky to have those people around you and again you know it's testament to them that that you are where you are now along with that that beautiful dog as well that you talked about so what do you think has made you stronger and helped you to overcome the challenges yeah that, that's a tricky one it's probably linked quite a lot to the answer to the previous question but I think Trust, trusting yourself, having having resilience is is important. Mm. Um, tr trusting your instincts, um, and knowing where to go for support and, and asking for for help. Yeah. Okay. So to round this this podcast up, thank you so much for joining me on Taking Back the Reins. If there was a message that you could put out there to your audience and to my audience about how people can take back their own reins in the way that you have um, in your journey, what would you say to them? I would say have, have an idea of what you hope to achieve, what you would like to achieve, and just take the take the first step. Um, so 
it all starts with one step. So break, break it down and then just do something to begin your journey to trying to make it happen. You, you can do it and believe in yourself. And, and yeah, I mean, I think that's that comes back to the the resilience as well, doesn't it? You know, when you have a dream, when you have an instinct and the instinct part is really important because you obviously knew that, you know, you, you got this instinct and, and it was it's burning inside in the same way that I, you know, my instinct was burning inside me. We we follow that through. And I think if we can pass that on to our audience about holding the reins and, and believing in your dream then you know hopefully we could have helped somebody with this podcast today yeah Julian, thank you so much for joining me it's been amazing having you on and share this with your friends for all of my listeners or anybody you think that this could help on their journey to taking back the reins thank you Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.